This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 451. Does your native speaker friend make these mistakes in English? How to help them. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 16 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. Today, get four mistakes that even native speakers get confused about and get the skills you need to correct your native speaker friend. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there, Michelle. Happy Tuesday to you. <laughs> Hi, Lindsay. Thank you so much. You too. You too. How are you? I'm feeling good. It's the end of December. New Year's Eve is coming up very soon. I'm looking forward to that. How about you? Are you looking forward to New Year's? I am looking forward to New Year's, you cool. know. Cool. Wild parties. No, just kidding. I'm not having a wild party. <laughs> I'm going to a party, but it's it's going to not be wild. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So when you when you got your invitation, Michelle, for this party, this non-wild yeah. party, were there any weird native mistake native speaker mistakes in the invitation? Like, you know, something like saying your spelling your the wrong way? Uh, I don't think there was on this, but I've seen that one a million times. <laughs> oh, my God. I've even seen it from my own emails. So <laughs> I guess our listeners can know today that we are talking about four super common native speaker mistakes. So this will make our listeners feel better to know that native speakers, guys, we also make mistakes all the time. It happens a lot. We talk about it on this show, but these are some higher level, much more nuanced mistakes than the typical mistakes that we talk about a lot. Right, Michelle, in terms of grammar constructions. Right, right. These are things that, oh my gosh, native English speakers. I mean, some of these looking at this list, I have trouble with. Yeah, exactly. That's why we call them native speaker mistakes, exactly. right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, even though I teach English, I'm not above these mistakes, right? Yeah, no one's above them. No one's above. But I think this is perfect for our listeners. Because they are at the right level, right? Some of our listeners are really high level, Michelle. Like I've, I've been listening to their, their uh, voicemails, their voice messages, very articulate. I'm so impressed and we want to oh, challenge yeah. them. So <laughs> if you guys are ready for this, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> let's jump into it. Now, Michelle, these are both spoken mistakes and written mistakes, right? Right. Yeah. But some of them are more commonly written, some more commonly spoken. Let's just dive into it because I'm sure the, the, the drama is building here. Our listeners want to <laughs> know what mistake number one is. So what is it? <laughs> Your drum roll is getting really good, by the way, Lindsay. It's like getting uh, like yours. <laughs> it's really good. Yes, that's right. Uh, okay, so number one is advice and advise. Ooh, I like Such how you... Such a slight difference. 
such a slight difference, but not slight at all when it comes to the way people judge you, right? Because right. we've been talking about on the show a lot about little words like just and sorry. And I think how they can ruin your sort of sense yeah. of confidence in the way others see you. This can also ruin your credibility if you use it incorrectly. Oh. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So you said, so what's the, so, okay, what's the difference with these two? What's the first one? Okay, well, so the first one is advice, right? With that sound. With this. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's spelled A D V I C E. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And it's a noun. Right, right. So just as an example, I might say, hey, Michelle, can I give you some advice about that, about something? You know, can I give you some advice? Right? Surely. Thank you, Lindsay. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's unsolicited advice. So I'm not going to give you any. Don't worry. (laughs) Right? So some advice. It's a noun. Giving the person something, right? Some words of Mm -hmm. wisdom. Okay. Mm -hmm. What's the second one? The second one is advise, right? Mm. So this one is spelled A D V I S E, but it's more of a Z. It's like a Z sound, but advise. And this one is a verb. Exactly. Michelle, who advises you? Right. So I could say my mentor advises me on how to run my business. Right. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah. Or your mom. You, I think that you and your mom are pretty close, right? Oh, yeah. My mom, advi- my mom advises me all the time on what to do. She gives me advice. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. I was at a party this past weekend and my friend, it's, it's really cute, right? Even though we're in our 30s at this point, like we don't, at least I would say this for myself and maybe for my friend a bit too, because she lives in New York. She goes out for dinner all the time. She doesn't really know how to, how to cook or how to bake. So, you know, half an hour before the, the party, she's on the phone with her mom, you know, looking for some advice about how to cook the little spinach squares. Like, when should I, when should I preheat the oven, mom? You know, she's 35. When should, what should I do? It's really cute. And her mom is just there for her. I love it. It's adorable. That's cute. I do the same thing. (laughs) Oh, me too. Little things like I couldn't get my zipper to zip up. It was, it had the street salt in it from last winter. And I asked my mom, what should I do? How can I fix the zipper? You know, thank goodness for our mothers. Gosh. So did she help you? Were you able to? She gave me some ideas, but her ideas didn't work. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, moms are the best. Moms are the best. So anyways, we went off on a little tangent. But guys, the point is, mistake number one, advice, advice. Don't get it confused. Both in your tone of voice, your intonation for these two different words, and also in the way you spell it when you're writing an email or writing a paper. Okay? Right, right. All right. Number two, Michelle, what is it? Drum roll. (laughs) (laughs) It's your and your. Ooh. Mm-hmm. This one is my pet peeve. Well, only because it's also Ross's pet peeve on Friends, <laughs> and we know, Michelle, how much you love Friends. Yeah, so getting back to the show of Friends, because, you know, it's been a, it's been like two days since we've talked about it. No, <laughs> it's been like, I think last week's episode, we spoke all about Friends, but getting back to it, it, it actually can teach you spelling and grammar. So, <laughs> um, your Y-O-U apostrophe R-E is the apostrophe is for R. So it's you are, right? Yes. Yes. So Y O U R, that's just your, right? Like mm. it belongs to you. So on an episode of Friends, Rachel has written Ross a note. Anybody who's seen this episode, please comment. And Rachel has written Ross a note and, and he's criticizing the spelling and he says, Oh, by the way, Y O U apostrophe R E means you are. <laughs> y O U R means your. <laughs> and it's like hilarious and it, it 
I think because I remembered it so much from when I was younger, I still think of it today when I'm spelling. Oh, that's so cute. (laughs) So I never forgot it, but, um, it was just, it was just so funny because people make that mistake all the time, all the time, all the time. All the time. And it's a bad mistake to make. I mean, I, I have to admit that sometimes when I'm not present, and I think so many of our mistakes in life come when we're not present and mindful, but we don't need to go into that, that conversation. But anyway, (laughs) sometimes when I'm writing emails and I'm just thinking about something else, I will make this mistake. I've seen myself do it. And then I send the emails. Like, oh, my gosh, that's so mm-hmm. lame, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I'm like very careful about it. But even I- I've definitely made that mistake, too. But I try I try and be so careful because it's like a big deal for me that one. <laughs> exactly. So now that we know this from Roz, let's let's pay our let's say let's send a message to our listeners today using these two words, Michelle. So let's start off by telling our listeners, guys, you're the best podcast audience we could ever hope for. Oh, yeah. You're awesome. We love you. Yeah. And your questions are articulate and thought provoking. So we love you guys. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. So, so those are two examples. So the first one, right? You're the best podcast audience. That's which one, Lindsay? You are, right? That's yep. using the apostrophe. Okay. Exactly. And the second one is Y-O-U-R. Exactly. So good. So we broke it down by saying thank you to our, our lovely audience here at the end of the year. It's good to be thankful for for great people. Yes. Guys, today we're talking about mistakes that native speakers make all the time. But the one thing that native speakers know how to do is to use the right vocabulary to make people like them and to be charismatic and generally popular at work. If you want to acquire these skills too, we can show you exactly how to do it in our new proprietary charisma equation. It's the five strategies that you need and the exact vocabulary phrases that you can use to become more charismatic in 2016 at work. You can do it in less than 30 days. This course is going to be released very soon. So to get on the list now, before January 1st, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash C-H-A-R-I-S-M-A and we'll see you there. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, Michelle, what is number three? What this is it? a tricky one. I never even thought about this one, but it's yeah. award and reward. Yeah, it's a little bit different. So it's a little outside of the box, but I think it's it's a good one to think about. And I do think that a lot of ma- native speakers don't really know the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, off the top of my head, I would probably be like, ah. <laughs> yeah, so so basically, what's the difference, right? An award, A-W-A-R-D, is a prize, right? Musicians mm-hmm. win Grammy Awards, right? That was the example in the article that we saw. Whereas mm-hmm. a reward is what, Michelle? A reward is something that's given in return for effort or achievement, hard work, merit, something like that. So it would be like a sales commission is a reward, right? A bonus is a reward. 
Exactly. So that is a bit of a, it could be a subtle difference depending on the thing we're talking about. But guys, just think reward, return, right? You've done something. You've worked for this reward. Okay. But it's so, it's so hard because like, hasn't the musician worked for? That's a good point, Michelle. That's a good point. Mm. This one is really hard, Mm. I think. I think of it as a bit of a difference where like an award is more of a large scale thing. And, you know, you're noting someone's achievement, whereas a reward is a more transactional thing. A reward, mm. like your boss says, if you sell a hundred of these, I'm going to give you this much money. It's much more transactional and small scale. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, this one is very subtle, I think. It's very subtle, but our listeners are ready for it. They can handle That's it. That's right. Okay. <laughs> and guys, don't worry because, you know, we are going to come back to these and we're going to show you how these are used in a conversation in just a minute. So stick around if you're getting confused. Don't panic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number four. Brr, Michelle, what is it? Big one. Oh my gosh, this one is tough. Effect and effect. Yeah. Okay. Woo. Yeah. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. I always forget this one, <laughs> but I'm going to stop today. Right. So is there any difference in pronunciation here? I don't really see much of a difference. Effect, effect. No, not in the way it's used here, right? You can, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not in this context. And there's there's another word, right? Affect, which is something else that we're not right. talking about, right? That's, that's what I was thinking of. But yeah, exactly. Ha- these two words with these two meanings, I have the same pronunciation. Exactly. That affect has more to do with feeling, um, other things. So we're not going to talk about that today. Today, talking about A-F-F-E-C-T and E-F-F-E-C-T. So which one oh. is the verb and which one is the noun? Okay, so with an A is the verb. Yes, yes. This okay. is something that we just have, we have to nail into our heads because I also used to get really confused about this, and I still have to sit and think about it when I go to write an email or say not yeah. not spe- not say it because it's the same pronunciation. But when it comes to writing an email, I have to stop and think. Um, yeah, but guys, me too. you, you got to know this because this is important. Okay, so for example, your math skills will affect your career trajectory. Right, my brother, right. for example, is an engineer, an electrical engineer. He works on antennas, fancy stuff. And why? Because he had good math skills that brought him into engineering, whereas I was always better at languages. And that affected my future in starting this podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. Okay. Awesome. So that's a good example of uh, with an A. Yeah. And now let's use the other version of it, which is effect, which is the noun. And Michelle, mm-hmm. I'll ask you something. So Michelle, what had the biggest effect on your career trajectory? What has had? Um, I think the uh my master's degree. Okay, good. Has had the biggest effect. And how right? did that? How did that affect? Now we're using it as a verb. Oh my god! Ah! So ninja. <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> how did my head that is affect spinning. your career? Your head is spinning. Don't let it spin. Don't let it spin. It's okay. Okay, I'm slowing it down. How did that affect your career trajectory, Ms. Michelle? Well, um, degree. it definitely opened more doors for me that I was able to. Um, apply to a lot of different schools, universities, things like that. Um, yeah. So I think, and I got, and I got to know a lot of people through my master's degree. Okay. Very nice. Very mm-hmm. nice. So mm-hmm. just to reiterate, to make sure, cause we did switch back and forth. We challenged our listeners here just a little bit, just to go back. So effect as a verb is the A, starting with an A, right? And that is the verb, right? Your math exactly. skills will affect your career. Your graduate degree affected your career, right, Michelle? Yeah. And then the second one, the noun, the noun effect, right? It mm-hmm. had an effect on me, right? Good. 
Good. Exactly. Right. It makes me think of special effects. Oh, that's good. Okay, so like if, you, if we can come up with an easy way, is that how you remember it, Michelle? Is that what you think about when you write I whenever this out? I hear effect, yeah, I, I somehow think of special effects. So, mm. um, yeah. So, but you really, I just, if I, I would just remember A and E, right? Like E is the noun and. I just have yeah. to get it into my head, right? Just got to slow down. It's all yeah. about slowing down, guys, being mindful. And we've talked yeah. about mindfulness on the show. We had Sabrina Fletcher on the show a few weeks ago, talked about the importance of sitting down, taking a few minutes to listen to our breath. And that's not just mumbo jumbo. Like, that's real. I think that's important, you know? Mumbo jumbo. I, I like do, that. at least. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. Michelle, let's make this crystal clear for our listeners. Okay. Let's do a conversation. Then we're going to go back and we're going to highlight where we used these common mistakes. Okay. Ready. Here we go. Michelle. <laughs> Michelle, I have a problem. Can I ask you for some fashion advice? <laughs> oh, well, sure, Lindsay. I always like to advise people on fashion choices. What's up? Well, the thing is, I usually go to my meditation center on New Year's Eve, but this year I decided to join my I decided, sorry, to join my friends for dinner. This is true, actually. But of course, it's a fancy dinner and everyone's getting dressed up. And my favorite outfit is jeans and a T-shirt. So I'm in a pickle. What should I do? Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. But first of all, you should be excited to dress up. It's New Year's Eve. I know it sounds kind of annoying now, but when you put on a fancy outfit and look sharp, it'll affect how you feel about the whole thing. Trust me. Yeah, well, I hope a pair of heels will have that kind of effect on me because in the past, they've always put me in a bad mood. Oh, well, it all depends on what you decide to go with. Let's see. Well, what do you have in your closet that we could start with? I mean, I know you're not a big fan of dressing up, but you must have more than just jeans and t-shirts in there. Ugh, not really. Michelle, I just don't know what to do. Maybe I'll cancel or go with my usual plan. I'll go to my meditation center. Oh, no, Lindsay, don't give up. Let's call in backup, okay? <laughs> I'm calling my friend who has an eye for fashion, and she'll chime in on this. I'm calling her now. Ring, ring. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so funny because I hate wearing heels. This character I was playing in this was not me at all. <laughs> it was totally me. I was talking to my friend this past weekend that if I could find a fashion consultant who would come to Boston and take me to all the store, look at what the style I want and take me around to the right stores, tell me what to buy, I would pay that person a lot of money because I hate shopping and I don't have an eye for fashion. And so it's maybe some of our listeners could help us out here. So <laughs> yeah, I don't really have an eye for it either. Uh, you know what I'm wearing to my New Year's Eve party? What? pajamas it's a pajama party oh thank god that's so much better i would see i would rock that i mean that would be great right nice sweatpants i know i'm sweatshirt. really excited about it everybody is like gonna wear like fun pajamas so you know <laughs> like this, this is what happens this is how exciting we are now that's awesome i love it so this was this this situation is true for both of us the way i was feeling here so michelle let's quickly break it down for our listeners okay so in the first part i said michelle can i ask you for some fashion advice was that the right. noun or the verb that is the noun. Yeah. So we, we spelled it with the C, right? That's right. And then and you then, said, sure. Yeah. I said, I always like to advise people on fashion choices. Big. Advise with an S. Mm -hmm. And that is the verb. Exactly. Advise, right? Even though we spell <laughs> it with an S, it sounds like a Z. Yes. Right. Okay, good. So that's what we did. So then we we went into the conversation. And then I said, I know it sounds kind of annoying now, but when you put on a fancy outfit, you said this, and look sharp, it'll affect how you feel about the whole thing, right? So for that one, right, we're talking about the verb, right? The A starts with mm -hmm. the A. It'll affect how you feel. Yep. 
Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and then I said, well, I hope a pair of heels will have the kind of effect on me, right? Mm-hmm. So noun. A noun. And so how did we spell that one, Michelle? That one is with an E. Good. Okay. We're mm-hmm. just plowing through these. I hope our <laughs> listeners are getting it here. Okay. And then what was the next one we used? The next one is, well, you said, well, what do you... Oh, no, no, no. I said, well, what do you have in your closet that we could start with? Your. Y-O-U-R. Exactly. <laughs> and then and then you also said, I mean, I know you're not a big fan of dressing up, right? So in that case, Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. It's the you are not. Okay. Yep. Exactly. Easy, right? So hopefully our listeners, as they've been having fun with this little conversation, <laughs> they've seen that how we can use these. The only ones we didn't use here, guys, is award and reward. So you'll have to find your own role plays for that one. But <laughs> <laughs> hopefully this has been, cl- been made clear for you guys. Michelle, any closing thoughts on these native speaker mistakes? Um, yeah, t- uh, maybe, uh, if you have a native speaker friend, share this with them. Maybe they'll learn something. They probably will. <laughs> they probably will. I know I learned from this. Yeah, I would guess that like, I mean, even educated people, like we're educated. We have master's degrees. You know, we occasionally, if we're not paying attention, we'll make these mistakes. I mean, connection, yeah. not perfection. But in the end, you know, the important, you know, even if you're making mistakes, the important thing is that you're becoming aware of them and you're working towards clearing them up. Right. 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 Yeah. Definitely. And I always like to, it's good to always learn new things, like even just like the subtleties in English and spelling and things like that. I think it's always good to strive to be better. I love it. That's what we're all about, striving to be better, but not to be perfect because we know it's an illusion. (laughs) Okay. Very good. Michelle, let's finish up for today. Thanks for hanging out. I'll look forward to seeing you back here, same time, same place tomorrow. All right. See you, Lindsay. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you're taking your IELTS exam this fall, Get our free IELTS checklist, the seven easy steps to a seven or higher on the IELTS. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your phone or on your computer. See you next time. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.